This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast. It's Tilly. I'm happy to be back after a fairly short pause on the podcast. Uh, My boyfriend actually got in a wreck and our car was totaled the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Thankfully, no one was hurt, but it definitely shook some things up and really had to pause and take a break and rest and recuperate, integrate and up level. So many up levels have been happening. It's been amazing. Although they didn't seem like up levels when they were happening, they definitely uh, have been and it just took some reflection and a deep pause on my end. So I'm excited to be back sharing with you about what it means to be a sex goddess, 10 sex goddess defining traits and how to become one. Let's dive in. The first trait to becoming a sex goddess is to be playful. A sex goddess is playful in her life and in the bedroom. She does not take things too seriously. When I get a brand new couples coaching clients and I'm working with both of them, this is one of the first things that we get to go through is you guys got to stop taking everything so seriously. Usually by the time I get someone in couples coaching, They have so many communication and connection issues. There's much resentment that's been built up over a long period of time that they haven't allowed themselves to be playful in a long ass time. And it is showing up as the shutdown in their sexuality. They don't know how to have fun together anymore. They take everything seriously. Everything is a trigger. Every little thing their partner does causes them to be on high alert or makes them want to run away and (laughs) getting back into being a sex goddess means you've got to stop being triggered by everything and to fucking laugh at life, laugh at yourself, find the great cosmic joke in it all that we're all here on this rock of a planet supposedly being hurtled hundreds of thousand miles per second or minute or God only knows at a time and why are we even here in the first place who even really knows for sure so when it comes to your sex life and relationship i think sometimes we just have to take a big bird's eye view picture and be like you know what i'm here with this person for some reason i've chosen to live my life with this person for some reason and my god if i'm gonna be here in this relationship then let me just make it fun and let's just have some fun together so if i can get people to get out of this serious mode of being so triggered all of the time and all of the things and just get them back into a state of fun and play and adventure this can go so far, especially if you've been in a long-term relationship for over five-ish, 10 years, because that's usually when you start to lose the play and fun. And it can even happen way earlier, even after that initial, you know, phase when you're in the, the new relationship energy time between like six months to a year and a half. So you might find that the play kind of tends to stop after a while. And if that has happened, you want to bring play and fun back into your relationship and sex life. Have fun, play together. Okay, the second sex goddess defining trait is that she has great boundaries and she stands by her yeses and nos. 
Sex goddesses do not let people walk over them. They are not people pleasers. They are not here to serve everyone else. They are not pushovers. Sex goddesses know that they are not here to serve their kids solely. They know that they are not here just to serve their partner, to give their partner sex out of obligation. They're not here to do those things. So sex goddesses have great boundaries and they honor themselves. They honor that, you know what, if my partner is turning me on right now, trying to get sex with me right now, and I'm not really that interested, and I would rather complete this task that, you know what, honey, I get what you're trying to do here and I'm appreciative of that. And can we do that later tonight? Or a sex goddess might be like, you know what? I could really use a pleasure break right now. Absolutely. So sex goddesses have great boundaries. They honor what is a fuck yes for them. They honor what is a fuck no for them. There's no wishy-washiness. They don't just do things because they think they should or to please and appease or out of obligation. There is none of that. It is a clear yes. It is a clear no. And there is no in between. The third sex goddess defining trait is that a sex goddess is confident as fuck, confident in her body, confident in her sexuality. She owns what she looks like, no matter what size or shape she is. She owns what she wears. She feels amazing in her body. She feels confident to express her own unique flavor of sexuality, which is something I love to address with all of my ladies in my programs because they think that sexuality has to look a particular way based on what Hollywood has portrayed. They think that sexuality has to look based on what pornography has shown, and none of that is true. Everyone has their own unique flavor of sexy. There are women whose sexuality, they like to be expressive about it in terms of wearing high heels, stilettos, and miniskirts. And there are women who have a completely different version of sexy. And to them, it might be that they're amazing at what they do, that they're living their life's calling and their purpose and their passion. And maybe they're not wearing stilettos and mini skirts every day. Maybe they're momming it out in their freaking minivan and who the hell knows, but they are owning it. They feel confident and they aren't afraid of who they are. They're not afraid to fully own who they want to be right here now because sexiness and being confident in that version of sexiness, it's not about how you look. It's not about what you wear. I don't wear the super sexiest clothes. I generally wear sports clothes because I work out every day. I have a personal trainer. Uh, sometimes I'll dress up really nice for work because I like to, uh, and I'll wear a cute little dress or something like that. But I wouldn't say that I wear super sexy clothes all the time. It's just not my style. It's not my flavor of sexy, but I totally own what I do wear when I wear it. And that's what being a sex goddess means. It means not being confident because you're wearing the extremely sexy outfit that society deems is what is sexy, but it's that you're wearing whatever you're wearing, you're completely owning it and you're still allowing the sexiness to flow through because being confident and being a sex goddess, it's an energy. It's not what you're wearing. It's not what you look like. It's an energy of confidence behind it that matters. 
The fourth sex goddess defining trait is that she prioritizes her pleasure. She doesn't compromise her pleasure for the sake of someone else. She's not a martyr to her children. She is not uh, completely giving and people pleasing to everyone. And she's also not self-serving and she's not arrogant because of this. Women who prioritize their pleasure, it doesn't mean that they're, that someone else has to be left without. It doesn't mean that she's being egotistical. It doesn't mean that she's being self-serving. It just means that she knows that she has to take care of herself and be in her pleasure to fully thrive. Because if you as a woman aren't living in your pleasure and you're not prioritizing your pleasure, you are not thriving. Let me say it again. If you are not prioritizing your pleasure, I don't care how you look at it or try to justify it. You aren't thriving. Women who are sex goddesses and fully owning this prioritize their pleasure and they make time for all of it. They make time. You are never going to be given the time to prioritize your pleasure. It's not this moment when the kids leave the house when they're 18 or whatever. It's not this moment that just happens and you decide, oh, well, now I finally have the time to prioritize my pleasure. All the times that I could say that for myself, my kids go to their dads for the summer. So they are gone for eight weeks every single summer. I don't wait around all year and say, well, until the kids are gone for the summer, am I going to make my pleasure a priority? Yeah, it is easier. Absolutely. When they're not here to do that. But that doesn't mean I don't prioritize my pleasure and the things I like to do and the morning routines I like to do and the sexual activities that I like to do until they're gone. No, because then that would be, you know, 10 months out of the year, then I'm not doing that. So I still have to make my pleasure priority, even in the situation that I'm in, I make the time for it. It's not just given to me. And then yes, it does become easier when they're gone for the eight weeks, but it's so important to prioritize your pleasure. It's not just going to happen if you don't try and you don't make it a priority. The fifth sex goddess defining trait is that she leaves things to the imagination. Sex goddesses, they don't reveal everything. They're mysterious. They have a, a mysterious air about them. They are extremely erotic and seductive. They're masters of seduction. Masters of seduction and sex goddesses wear things that entice people to imagine what might be there and they don't reveal everything at once. So in terms of what you wear every day, a sex goddess isn't going to reveal all of the cleavage in all of the ways because she knows that if she did, there wouldn't be anything left to the imagination for those who are viewing her. Now, this doesn't mean that she dresses modestly all of the time, but it does mean that she is cognizant of what is being revealed and what is not, and she is leaving something that is not revealed to the imagination. All right, the sixth sex goddess-defining trait is that she looks for the pleasure in everything. This one's kind of similar to the fact that she's playful in her life. When a woman is looking for the pleasure in everything, this means that she is a flirt. She knows how to flirt with life. So I could change it to flirty or looking for the pleasure, whatever word makes more sense to you or resonates more with you. 
when you're a flirt or you're looking for the pleasure and everything, it means that in a no matter what situation you're in, you're always looking for the pleasure in it. Where is the pleasure here? Where is the pleasure here? Even if I'm sitting in a ton of traffic that seems to never be moving, how can I make this more pleasurable right now? How can I make it more fun? What's the most easy, fun, and pleasurable way to be here right now? Say you're out on a date with your partner, you're at a romantic restaurant, and they're taking forever to get your food to you. How can you make it more fun and pleasurable? So in the moments where life might not be ideal or things aren't to your liking. A sex goddess doesn't complain about it. She looks for the pleasure and the fun and everything and asks herself, how can this be more fun and pleasurable, even given this particular situation or circumstance? The seventh sex goddess defining trait is that a sex goddess has no problem tapping into her wild woman side, tapping into her primal desires, her carnal side, and expressing it. A sex goddess has no problem getting out of her head and into her body and letting her body be free, moving and dancing, playing, having fun. She gets wild. She gets passionate. She doesn't block her emotions. She delights in all emotions. She allows sadness. She allows grief. She allows anger. She allows lust. She allows desire. She feasts on all of her emotions, all of her emotional territory and experience. It's all beautiful. It's all divine. She doesn't judge it. And she delights in all of this because she knows that all of this is just energy. A sex goddess delights in her wild primal sexuality, her sensuality. She has no problem just dropping all of the thoughts and getting down with her primal self. Mm, Yes, that's my favorite part about being a sex goddess right there. Okay, the eighth sex goddess defining trait is that she feeds the fire of her eroticism. Mm. How do you feed the fire of eroticism? Well, you actually have to think about sex. You have to think about it. It can't be the last thing on your mind or the thing that you determine and deem a thing on your to-do list that you have to complete. Sex goddesses don't think like that. They feed the fire of their eroticism by finding things out in nature that remind them of sex, by finding bananas in the grocery store and looking at the phallicness of them, by viewing beautiful pieces of art and thinking, wow, look at the sensuality and the sexuality in that, by going out and you know, driving around and seeing all of the palm trees. I live in South Florida, so there's a bazillion of them here. <laughs> seeing all of the palm trees on the road and thinking, mm, wow, yes, sexy. Look at that phallic palm tree. Mm-hmm. So sex goddesses think about sex. They feed the fire of eroticism by having certain markers that remind them of sex. And this could mean that you listen to erotic podcast. It could mean you read an erotic novel. It could mean that you watch an erotic film with your partner. Whatever it is, sex goddesses actually think about sex and they feed that fire by thinking even more about it. They don't just leave it out or act like it's another to-do. The ninth sex goddess defining trait is that she's passionate about what she wants and likes and she knows how to ask for it and get it. When asked what they want to do, 
for their date night or their sex date night, sex goddesses don't say, oh, you know, whatever you want. No, no, no. Sex goddesses are very clear about what they want and like. And if they don't have it at the top of mind, they'll say, you know what? Let me think about that. And they'll take some time to actually think about what they really want and like. And then they ask for it. And then they generally get it. Sometimes they definitely don't, but they will speak what they want and like and be super passionate about it and confident to do that. A sex goddess, when asked what she wants to do for date night, would not say, um, you know, let's just pick whatever restaurant you want to go to. No, she would have in mind something she actually wanted that maybe she thought about a couple times, but you know, the opportunity never came up to go to that particular restaurant. And now the opportunity is presenting itself. And then she takes a moment, she thinks about it. A sex goddess in sex doesn't say, you know what, I don't know, whatever you want. No, a sex goddess would take control, she'd take charge, and she would show her partner, you know, I want you to do this, or I'd like you to do it in just this way with this type of touch and this type of speed. So a sex goddess is confident and passionate about what she wants and likes. And if she has to take a minute to think about it, remember, that's fine too. But ultimately, she will ask. The 10th sex goddess defining trait is that she is creative. She's very creative. She tries new things that her partner requests, and she's open to doing that. And she also invites her partner to try new things with her. It goes both ways. I have definitely worked with many clients who are so shut down about trying anything that their partner requests because they're scared or they tried something before that didn't turn out very well, or that just went wrong. <laughs> and it, it caused problems, it caused arguments, it caused hardship in the relationship. Maybe the boundaries and the consent weren't really honored. It wasn't really there because they didn't really know how to communicate the trying new things. And this, you know, I'm not just talking about uh, bringing in another partner or threesomes or, uh, you know, swinging events and all these things. Although I've had plenty of clients who've done these things and they'll come to me and be like, you know what? I feel shut down because I went and did this new thing that my partner wanted to do forever. And now I don't want to do anything with them or I feel resentful about it because they didn't handle it properly. These sorts of things happen quite often. <laughs> very often actually, because, because most women aren't fully owning their inner sex goddess. And if they were, if their partner asked them for a threesome and it wasn't a clear yes, a not someone who's not being and living in their sex goddess would say, yeah, I guess I'll try that. Even though she's completely terrified, even though she's being triggered and starting to already feel feelings of jealousy or fear or whatever. And then she's not speaking them. That's when things like this go wrong. So a sex goddess is actually open to trying new things because she's not going to agree to anything that isn't a full fuck yes for her. And if it's a no, then what gets to happen for it to become a maybe or what gets to happen for it to become a yes after that? Or maybe it's a just an absolute no, I'm not willing to try this with you. And then a sex goddess would say, why don't we try this instead? And a sex goddess is creative with finding ways to get everyone's needs met and to make sure that the passion and the newness and the nuance stay alive in a relationship that 
it's not turning into a boring sexual routine or things aren't this you don't do sex the same time every single time you have sex that's boring sex goddesses don't stand for that they'll invite their partner to try something new and they'll find ways to compromise where things that you know one person might not ever want to try and one person totally wants to try okay well maybe that's not going to work but here's what we could try instead so she's creative in finding solutions to feed each other's desires and turn-ons and she doesn't just shut things down anytime her partner requests something of her so those are the 10 sex goddess defining traits now let's talk briefly about how to become one well the first step to becoming a bona fide sex goddess is to make time for pleasure to prioritize it and if you're a highly successful, ambitious career businesswoman killing it in this area of your life, as most of my clients are, then making time for pleasure, for your relationship, for your sex life, it's probably been a bit of a challenge for you. And making your sex life and relationship a priority is something that generally takes some assistance because we have so much negative conditioning, so much programming, telling us that we shouldn't make it a priority, that it's selfish if we make it a priority, that it's not important, so why should we make it a priority? All of these messages we get growing up, they're so confusing to many, many people. Making sex and pleasure a priority is challenging for a lot of women because of this. So if you want to become a sex goddess, you've got to choose to make it a priority. And if you're struggling with it, then you get support and help by joining one of my programs. <laughs> uh, the second step to becoming a bona fide sex goddess is to actually think about it. You have to think about sex. You have to think about pleasure. So taking some examples from what I shared earlier, listen to some erotic podcasts, read some novels, watch erotic movies together, or simply look for objects in your environment that make you think of sex or pleasure. Look at the freaking bananas or any <laughs> carrots or squash or whatever, zucchini, I don't care, in the grocery store. Anything that reminds you of something sexual, uh, looking for things in nature that remind you of something sexual. You actually have to think about it. So number one, make time for pleasure. Number two, actually think about pleasure. Number three, make sure you actually feel sexy in whatever you choose to wear. I was thinking about ways of working with my private mentorship clients. And this really popped into my head was like, <laughs> flying to their home and really spending several days with them because there's so many things we get to do in person, but one updating their wardrobe. So going through every single item and showing them, okay, having them try it on and tell me on a scale of one to 10, how sexy do you feel in this or not? And if it is not at least at a level six, then you got to throw that shit out. Okay. Throw it out. If you don't feel sexy in it, throw it out. Uh, yes, this includes your nasty underwear and your bra that you've had for five years. So get rid of them. They're not helping you out and being a sex goddess. So chunk it. When you're purchasing new clothes and new items, you also don't need to go overboard and wear things that a freaking 20 year old should wear just because that's what society tells you is sexy. 
and that also might be all revealing. <laughs> and that doesn't really follow what being a sex goddess even means because being a sex goddess is leaving room for the imagination too. So when you're purchasing new clothes, looking for things that make you feel sexy, if something's revealing and you feel sexy in it and you want to buy it, you know what? You have all means to buy what you want to buy and where would you want to wear but just know too that leaving things to the imagination can be very powerful and becoming a seductress and a full-blown sex goddess. Okay, the fourth step to becoming a sex goddess is to start a jade egg practice. The first was to make time for pleasure. The second was to think about pleasure. The third, update your wardrobe. And the fourth, start a jade egg practice because you got to learn what you want and like, and you got to remove all of the blocks to pleasure and sex and feeling confident and amazing in your body and sexuality anyway. And there ain't nothing better than the jade egg practice to help you do that. So if that's something you want to get started with now, you can purchase a jade egg at my jade egg shop online, head to the link in the show notes, and you can purchase one for $89. It comes with a free how to start a jade egg practice e-guide with six audio guided practices. So you can get started with your jade egg practice right away. And if you know that purchasing this product and actually doing the thing isn't going to happen, and you're going to need more support and accountability for that, then you know that applying for coaching with me, uh, especially Sex Goddess, Five Months of Total Freedom in the Bedroom is going to be the thing that you need to do <laughs> because you have a hard time prioritizing this stuff in the first place. So my loves, Sex Goddess 2.0 is here. After I originally launched the program right after Thanksgiving, I had some amazing feedback about the program and ways to make it even better and to up-level it. And I have already incorporated these new aspects of the program that I'm about to share with you about. For those of you thinking of joining me this upcoming new year and 2023, Sex Goddess 2.0 is going to be launching December 26th through January 22nd. And in Sex Goddess 2.0, <laughs> we have four never before seen bonuses that will be a part of the program that will be serving you in so many more ways that I didn't even think to include in the first version of it, which is why I'm super excited about this because I feel it's going to serve you even better. So in version 2.0, it's going to include the base program, which is my foolproof pleasurable sex coaching system to help you reclaim your sexuality and feel empowered and confident in your body. This is going to include two sessions a month of personal coaching with me. Yes, I said personal. That means I'm taking out the group aspect of this program. I only have five spots available for people who are going to be joining Sex Goddess between December 26th and January 22nd. There are only five spots. When it's done, it's done. I cannot take anyone for a couple more months after that. This is because I have taken out the group calls and I'm going to be working with you each personally, two sessions a month for 10 sessions total. The base program also includes 10 video teachings and audio guided jade egg and embodiment practices. There are so many. You'll be making your way through all of the content in the member library throughout the five months that we're working together. So you're doing two, two private sessions with me. 
You're going through the member library and doing your practices on your own. You will also be getting the men's how to please a woman training. So your partner learns how to please you too. You'll have personal Voxer support in between your sessions with me, which this is the most fantastic and fun part of the version 2.0 that I'm excited to share. Actually, it's not, but (laughs) personally for me, it's the most fun. It's not going to be the most fun for you, but it's the most fun for me because I like hearing about all the updates and what's going on for you as you're moving through the program and really getting to the nitty gritty details with you and working out issues along the way. It's one of my favorite parts actually. Okay. So this is the basic program, but right now through, uh, our, my Epic sex new year promo, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, it's going to be going on December 26th through January 22nd. And depending on when you sign up for sex goddess, you will receive access to some or all of the following bonuses. So starting on January 1st, only through January 1st, are you going to get all four of these bonuses? If you sign up January 8th, you're only going to get three of them. If you sign up by January 15th, you will only get two of these bonuses. And if you sign up by January 22nd, you will only get one of these bonuses. So here they are in order. The first bonus that will go away if you do not sign up by January 1st is my Ignite Your Sexual Desire Package. This is how anyone can create sexual desire, attraction, and chemistry and get the emotional connection that you crave. It's going to include a recorded touch test blueprint assessment so you and your partner learn each other's turn-ons and what types of touch they really enjoy. It's going to include a chemistry and connection building date night cheat sheet to craft fun and exciting date nights that get you both in the mood. It's going to include a communication and connection date night prompt swipe file where you will bring this on your date nights out and you will have conversation starters that will keep you from talking about work and the kids and kill the vibe. There's nothing worse than going on a date night and talking nothing about work and the kids. It's a total vibe killer. Ain't nobody got turned on from that shit. So if you want date nights to be fun and exciting and actually romantic and sexy, then you got to quit talking about that shit and you got to start talking about other things. So I'm going to be including a uh, date night prompt swipe file for you that you can bring with you if you want, or you can just have it on your phone. So you can actually talk about fun and exciting things. All right. The next part of that bonus, the, uh, Ignite Your Sexual Desire Package is your self-care checklist to ensure that you're taking care of your own needs and putting your pleasure first. Making sure that you're taking care of yourself, taking time for you, so important. All right, the second bonus that will go away on January 8th is my busy woman's guide to making her sex life and relationship a priority. This one is going to include an audio training of my 10 best tips for making time for sex, even with newborns and toddlers. And it will include my sexual healthcare guide on getting rid of toxic household products that kill your libido and energy. And it's going to give you a list of products to substitute them with that won't mess with your hormones. So you always have the energy for sex. So if you say, I don't have energy, I don't have time. This one is for you. The third bonus that will go away on January 15th is my get what you want in sex communication practice set. So you confidently speak your wants and desires and get them without arguing about it with your partner or feeling like you're talking to a brick wall. 
This bonus will include a video teaching on five steps to fun, easy, and successful sex talk. And it will include a holding space and communication training to resolve longstanding communication and connection issues. If you are one of these couples where you end up fighting about sex all the time or arguing about it all the time, or anytime you try to bring it up, there's conflict you feel bad. He feels bad. You can never meet each other's needs. It's time to end that shit right now, hot mamas and papas. And you're going to learn how to do that. And these audio guided practices that I'm going to be giving you for your relationship. All right. The fourth bonus that goes away on January 22nd and by far the most amazing and valuable bonus of all of this guys, listen in. This is some epic shit. Okay. This I have only ever given to my couples coaching clients. People have paid so much money, five figures for what I'm giving you here as a bonus. If you sign up by January 22nd, this goes away on the 22nd. This is the epic sex date night blueprint. This is 10 audio guided sex date nights to ensure you never get stuck in a boring sexual routine again. What is in it? Well, it includes 10 video teachings and audio guided practices on how to prepare and complete your date night. And I will actually walk you through them with my voice through each of these 30 to 45 minute sex date nights. Yes, they are all getting sexy with it. So prepare to get sexy. And this will make sure that nothing ever gets boring again. Promise a lot of it's derived from Tantra. Some of it's kinky. Some of it's super sexual. Some of it's super sensual. Some of it's very energetic. There's all sorts of stuff for every type of sexuality out there. So if you want to play in all of the space and try all the things, this bonus is worth its weight in gold. It's worth the price of the program itself. So if you're interested in getting on this train and you want to make 2023 your year of epic sex, then get the epic sex new year promo and go apply for sex goddess five months of total freedom in the bedroom today. You can do that at the link in the show notes, and I'll be excited to get to learn more about you all of my clients, you must apply and you must book a call. I will not take your money without talking to you. So (laughs) you have to apply, you have to book the call and we have to talk about it and make sure it's right for you. So go book the call now at the link in the show notes below, and I'll be excited to get to learn more about you. All right. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Want to become an embodied sex goddess? Of course you do. Take the sex goddess quiz today and find out how. Click link in show notes or head to bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz to get started.